Welcome back. Welcome back. Dude, I think I think the podcast is starting to pick up a little bit, dude. Three or four views, man. Somebody actually stopped me on the street today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they just walked right up to me, pulled out a gun, and demanded <laughs> everything I had. Oh, and, you know, I just assumed they have to be a listener of the podcast, because that rage doesn't just come from right. nowhere. They had to be deeply offended. I, I wrote that joke. I've been workshopping that all day. But anyway. I thought someone had genuinely approached you. No. I mean... With the gun. Nothing to do with the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway. That makes um, sense. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. This is the Oh Brother Let's Talk Now podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's been listening. The Halloween episode uh, worked out pretty well, I think. I messed up and put the poll at... Which we can talk about that later. We'll handle Look, that. Look, man, we're not People are here that. for one reason. People are here... Because a listener who goes by the name of Terry. She does. I don't know. Do you know this person? Uh, I'm vaguely familiar. I've never never heard of her before. Uh, Isn't Terry a boy's name? <laughs> it could be. Terry McGinnis? I believe it is. Batman Beyond? Uh, what's what are they oh, called? It's I believe it's an ambidextrous. This is name. our mom. That's not the correct word. Yes. Oh, it is in fact our mom. Let me accept this Facebook friend request real fast. All right, <laughs> just kidding. Um. Anyway, mom, thanks for listening because you know she is. And we told the per- oh Amber Alert child missing. I just uh, got that also. <laughs> uh, we said whoever basically gave an idea first we do it and they should start doing amber alerts to this podcast we'll do it right now we'll just announce it we i mean so many views dude tens and tens of people we're getting the Ten, word literally up. tens of people um but anyway our mother suggested that you know her the way she put it was you know who do you think was the best batman and why is it george clooney right, right. and i very valid statement. Very valid. I thought I'd run with that, and you know, we both did. And we have a list of characters who have been portrayed by multiple actors, uh, you know, titans of the pop culture industry. And we're just going to go down it. And we, you know, we got a few here. Some may make a long discussion. Some may just be very quick. I tried to pepper the good ones throughout. Uh, that way we don't get bored of a little anything. bit of pepper. I think they're all pretty good. You got to have a little pepper is the salt of life. I hear. But what does that make salt? Yeah, no, I don't believe that <laughs> it's ever been said ever. Anyway, let's just get right into it. Cause I've heard from some people. Sometimes we lollygag at the beginning and they just want to get to the, they just want to get to the topic. I've not heard that from anybody. That was my wife the other day. Nah, I think she was talking about. Maybe she was talking about dishes or something, but yeah, I I related it to the podcast because this is what I'm about now. Right. <laughs> this is any negative feedback. We'll just take, put it to the podcast. So I'm at work. The guy's like, look, man, you're not doing what we hired you to do. <laughs> Dang, sorry. I, better, I better straighten that up on the better, podcast. Better fix that audio. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I, I go to work and a woman sobbing over the fact that her home has been lost to termites. And I'm like, dang it, man. Yeah. I knew I should have edited that thing a little tighter. I get arrested at a gas station again. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> oh, I'm dang. Just if I had just watched what I said on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so let's get started with a big gun, a big one. 
And the one that even started this whole thing from right. our mom, our suggestion. So Batman. Batman has been, you know, I was about to say arguably he's been played by more people, but I mean, I think it's not arguable. It's a, it's a fact. Batman has been played by more people than any other superhero. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing are my cats engaging in what I would compare to the the lightsaber duel on Mustafar. This man has cats, in case you didn't know. Yes, I do have cats. Those aren't people like... Uh, no, those are cats. And I would say more my wife has cats. Yeah. I have, a, I have a dog. You better defend yourself in that. Yeah. I have a dog. Well, one of them is technically mine. I saved her life. Oh, she gosh. Still, right. She still doesn't prefer me. I, I'm uncomfortable with the word hero. <laughs> but speaking of heroes. Speaking of hero, good segue. Batman. Who played the best Batman? Okay. Well, let's go down. Let, let's just name them all just to be safe. We got, and I did live action. Everything's live action because if we get went into animation, that's a whole other can of worms. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we got Adam West. Well, there was a guy in like the 40s or something, but I don't think either of us are picking him. George Blando. George Blando. 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 And that's an NFL quarterback. That's okay. just a Sounds joke. Good. Well, went right over my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Adam West, who did the original. Then we've got Michael Keaton. Then we have Val, the worst, Val Kilmer. Michael Keaton's the worst. Val Kilmer. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to scoot right past, past that. And then, um, so we, after Val Kilmer, Christian Bale. And then You're after forgetting Christian. One. Who? You didn't say George Clooney. George Clooney played Batman? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> anyway, so George Clooney and then Christian Bale. George Clooney of. ER of Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox. Fox. Yes. Uh and then we had Christian Bale of screaming at that guy on the set of Terminator yeah. Salvation. And also playing himself in American Psycho. Ben Affleck. So and we're soon and I didn't let myself do Robert Pattinson because we haven't seen him yet. Right. We haven't seen him. And I feel like if we I think did, he'll do good, but and of course there's Ian Glenn from Titans, but I think I thought he was Alfred at first when he came out. I'm not even sure what you're talking about. Do you know about. who Ian Glenn is? The name sounds vaguely familiar. Uh he's a... Uh, I'm trying to think of what one of his he famous played Gandil. No, I'm trying to think of what one of his famous lines was from the thing that you would know him from most. Um my you? queen, I, I bow to serve you above all. Jorah Mormont was Batman. Was Batman. And wow. He came out and I was like, oh, Alfred, this guy's getting some work. And then he, like, Dick Grayson was like, Bruce. And I was like, so is this Batman Beyond, Bruce? Or uh, is this Batman Beyond Beyond? Yeah, the retirement Beyond home? Batman Beyond? <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so... Mine's pretty easy for this one. Well, I split mine up Bruce Wayne and Batman because I think... I, I think... think oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry for the yawn. That makes for great audio. Is a, <laughs> a yawn directly into a microphone. Yeah. So, we're seven and a half minutes in <laughs> and we have not... So, who is your Batman pick? I was I was worried. I was like, man, are we going to have enough? We haven't even started. And ben Affleck. About, okay. Ben Affleck is my I, Batman. I think he's. I the, also like his Bruce Wayne the most. I think even though he's not hundred percent comic accurate, I would agree. I think he's the best Batman. One hundred percent comic accurate. That he doesn't. Mur- he murders people. Oh man! But he every Batman does people. that. Every live action Batman has killed people. So uh, 
famously Christian Bale's Batman refused to kill one farmer and uh, he was like, I'm not going to kill one farmer, but I am going to blow up this monastery full of people to prove that killing is wrong. So I, behind that. I think Ben Affleck is the best Batman, and I think he's he's right up there with Bruce Wayne. His Bruce because he plays like a very angry like. Uh, Who's your favorite Batman? Ben Affleck. My favorite Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale. Interesting, because and I think it really just goes down, and I think it's Batman Begins, Christian Bale, and a little bit of the Dark Knight. I don't like his Bruce Wayne as much in the Dark Knight Rises, but um. It's that scene where they're in the hotel and the guys like, so we, oh yeah, like these girls are. You need to get some yawns out. You want <laughs> yeah, to do some stretches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to do some Pilates real quick. Um, I would agree. No, I don't agree, but I definitely get what you're saying. Well, you know the part where he's like, "I'm buying this hotel." Yeah, they're like, like that's very. Bruce you know, Wayne. friends forgot their swimwear. Yeah, and he's like, and we're changing. And Bruce Wayne looks at him and goes, "Sir." I just pissed my pants. Yeah, sir, I'm drunk out of my mind. No, but, which, you know what? <laughs> sir, where am I at right yeah, now? Yeah, could you tell me what hotel I just bought? But anyway, which, let me ask you, that. this is something that I've always thought. So one of the big things in Batman comics and movies and shows is that, like, he hires people to be alibis or whatever. So he'll be like, oh, I bought all these, I I rented all the ballerinas of the Russian ballet and took them on a yacht so people would wonder, not wonder where Bruce Wayne was. You're telling me no one has ever been like, yeah, Bruce Wayne gave us a lot of money and then just left for like five days and then came back. Because like... Somebody uh, gives me a lot of money, I'll keep keep the old yappers. Yeah, me and you would. But I'm saying like, you're telling me not a single Russian ballerina was like... Maybe like a Finnish ballerina or a Polish. French ballerina. French. They maybe would snatch. Russian? No. No. They'd go straight to the the back gulag if they do that. Yeah. Well, they just, they know how things work. So, uh, Ben Affleck, we agree, best Batman. Christian Mm -hmm. Bale, I think, you think Ben Affleck's the best Bruce Wayne, too. I do. I thoroughly enjoy Bruce Wayne. I think there's a certain, uh, you know, I think the whole combative spirit towards Superman is very true to what Bruce Wayne would be, he's, you know... In certain comics, yes. Uh, calm down, young man. He's <laughs> egotistical in a way, not necessarily narcissistic, but there's an ego there. I definitely think he's probably narcissistic. Okay, he's narcissistic. And um, I, anyway... I do... His best Bruce Wayne scene is at the party. That was cool when he's like... He's like, it must be the... Go- like, they're like, oh, don't fight or whatever. And he's like, talking about Superman. And he says, I guess it's just the Gotham City in me. We've always had a problem with freaks dressed like clowns. And it's yeah. Like, oh, dude. And then Lex Luthor comes out like, <laughs> you want a Jolly Rancher? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Based off real life villain Max Landis, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, okay. So, uh, straight. Ooh, another biggie. We've, we've concluded. That was an easy one. We both agreed, mm-hmm. basically. So we, the Obro podcast, definitively has decided Ben Affleck is best Batman until Robert Pattinson's, and then probably I'll switch. I would agree. Also, I think I'll end up switching. So number two, a biggie, another biggie. This was the one that kept me from saying Batman is the number one person. Well, no, there's probably even more than this guy, but James Bond. Hmm, that's a big one. James Bond has famously been played by. Sean Connery. Right. Sean, an open hand slap Connery. <laughs> Good gosh, that man's a, an insane. Well, the Was. late Sean Connery. 
had some controversial moments. Sean Connery of Dragonheart fame. Right. <laughs> Sean Connery of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Gentlemen fame. fame. Very good. Which, uh, Sean Connery of turned down the role of Gandalf Gandalf he didn't didn't understand. And I'm sure he understood afterwards the mistake he had made. Yeah. So then we have, I believe, we didn't research this. I believe, are you going to Dolph Lundgren? But it's not (laughs) Dolph. Sean Connery's not the first one. He definitely is the first one, I think. No. He's the first modern Bond, I would say. I don't think so. I think who was the first Bond? Look this up. Maybe Sean Connery is. Is Roger Moore not for? It's either Roger Moore. Roger Moore is after Sean Connery. I know that for sure. Yeah. What about Timothy Dalton? Definitely after. Okay, then Sean Connery is list the first. of Bond actors. I just hold it. Let me call Timothy Dalton real quick. I think that he told me that. Let me give him a call. You uh, may be right, dude. So we've got. I just start crying on film. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, you're right. Sean Connery's the first one. Okay. Then we have... Oh, of course, my Google is... So, Roger Moore's second. Roger Moore. I think... So, Connery, I think, is the most iconic, but I don't think he's the best. Roger Moore of James Bond fame. Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him anything Timothy else. Dalton of the Rocketeer fame. I think Timothy Dalton's the worst. Bond. Um, Pierce Brosnan. Which, don't spoil it. We're just listing. Pierce Brosnan Sorry. and Daniel Craig. All right. So, since you went first last time, I'll go first this time. Okay, that works. To me, and I'm not saying he has the best movies. Right. But to me, when I picture Bond, probably because it was what I grew up with, I picture Pierce Brosnan. Wrong. No, I'm just kidding. That's wrong. Like, I think that he's more of the clean cut gentleman spy yeah. with the gadgets and the and golden eyes. I think his portrayal is a little over the top for me. But, well, definitely. Well, he, he represents that more extravagant Bond adventure. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think people forget sometimes, man. He 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 had some heavy hits, man. He took, he took on Sean Bean. Sean Bean. He dropped a satellite on that fool. I like Sean Bean. That's in, is that Golden, uh, it's not Finger. That's the Austin Powers thing. What Gold, is it? Golden. Golden Eye. That is it. The one that the game was based off. Yes. That's what, and then a lot of the games the we had. Sean. A lot of the games we had were Pierce Brosnan. Remember those James Bond games we played? Oh, yeah. They were all Pierce Brosnan. All of them, yes. Uh so yeah, to me, that's just the guy I picture. I think he was perfect for like the suave. He's actually. I hope when they recast, they go for more of that suave gentleman spy again. But I think that's why I've personally Henry Cavill for James Bond. I think Hardy will get it, and I hope he does. But Tom Hardy, yeah. I mean, if they want to go more of the Daniel Craig route, sure. But I just I would like Tom. It. Tom Hardy can clean up. I'm sure he could, but like. Henry Cavill, I think, would be the perfect Bond because I disagree. But dude, just pic- picture him when in Mission Impossible when he beats the the. I, mean, I like Henry Cavill, and I wouldn't be upset at all if it ends up being him. I've yawned seventeen <laughs> times. Clearly, this, this podcast is so riveting that the co-host is falling asleep. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, supposedly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, I would say. Okay, I'm going to do what you did with Batman and the Bruce Wayne Batman thing in a different way. I think Sean Connery is the most iconic, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. And therefore, maybe the one... I don't know even how to put this. Maybe the more I, the one I recognize the most is Sean Connery. Most iconic. So you're saying you could pick Sean Connery out of a crowd? 
Oh, I could pick people. Well, <laughs> maybe not now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How long has it been? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. And uh, I'm so sorry for that. Well, okay. I think the best is Daniel Craig. So, I think the most iconic. I think he has the best is, movies. No, I think he's the best Bond. Um, I think the most iconic is Sean Connery. And the best, the best James Bond character is Daniel Craig. And I'll, Interesting. I'll hit you with the old. I mean, definitely. I'll hit you with the old high crotch single if you disagree. Definitely, I think if they all got in a fight in a bathroom, Daniel Craig is winning. I don't know. Sean Connery have a a good knock. Sean Connery would start chopping him, like he'd do like a lot of kicks and cho- no. Sean Connery <laughs> would try to disguise himself as an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> like, be like, be like, I'm sorry, you must have the wrong person. All Daniel Craig would have to do to beat uh, Sean Connery is to wear a, wi- a woman's wig. Because <laughs> he's not getting KO'd by an open-hand smack. <laughs> no, he's like, he, he goes for the fist. He's like, oh. My bad. My bad. He throws with the same velocity. <laughs> my, my lady. <laughs> he bows and, he bows yeah. and removes his cap. <laughs> removes his fedora. <laughs> Full speed open. It's just <laughs> full force. Which, well, here's the question. Is Pierce Brosnan have his gadgets? Because I think if Pierce he has Brosnan... the stupidest, most over-the-top gadget. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if he has his gadgets with, like, his laser beam yeah. watch, I think he just backs up and just laser yeah. beams the whole room. Well, Pierce Brosnan's like, I have my robot duck. <laughs> Daniel Craig, three bullets to the skull. Well, so we've come to Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. And Sean Connery. And anyway. Sean Connery. Uh well, you can't beat that. You can't. <laughs> it's not beatable. And uh all right. So after James Bond, we have personal favorite of mine. Spider Man. Spider Man. I forgot I sent you my list and I was like, You guessed that man? <laughs> um I did, first of so all. So we Spider Man we I'm have a forensic specialist. Spider Man we have a guy from the show. Like a TV show, a live action TV shows first. Then we have Japanese gentleman in a Spider-Man <laughs> Japanese show with a giant robot. Then we have Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Did you not know about the Japanese Spider-Man show? I did not. He just has like a giant Power Ranger robot for no reason. That like, uh, and then we have Tobey Maguire. Then we <laughs> then we have Andrew Garfield, right? And then we have Tom Holland, right? I so, think. Okay, you're gonna hate this. I think the only thing that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man does better do than this. the other two is like this weird, like sexual frustration that he kind of carries around throughout the film. I gotta say, I didn't pick up on that <laughs> in my watch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just saying those weird grunts and just. Dude, I love it. Dude, faces uh, unironically. <laughs> dude, he's okay. Let's tie yourself to a speeding train, dude. I'm just saying the faces, dude. Sometimes I'll I'll be taking. We're not all Chris Pine who sometimes can cry be, and you know what I mean. I'll be taking a, a number two, and I'll look over to the mirror and I'll be making the exact same face. Any at any point, anytime you pause. You're those, welcome for that mentally. Anytime you pause those first Spider-Man movies, at any point. It doesn't matter throughout any of the three movies. I'll be making a face similar to that. Here's my thing. He's the most nostalgic for me. Well, I will say, the this is off topic, but the the thing that they did the best for the first Spider-Man series is they do have the hottest Aunt May. In the- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> a white fox fan. Yeah, a couple of lo- visits to the local nursing home. Eh? Good Lord. She's the best Aunt May. I would disagree. Because she's the only one that has a consistent character. I like the newest one. 
But she doesn't have a character. I just think arc. she's a good-looking woman. Well, sorry, this is that's completely off topic. Go so ahead. moving on to then we got Andrew Garfield. Oh, well, no, 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 tell me who your favorite. I didn't even tell, tell you who your favorite is. This is harder than, for me than I thought it would be because I have. Because you love them all. I nearly could care less. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Um, <sighs> Garfield's so edgy and like you know like I rewatched the movie. I feel like in the '60s he would have protested Vietnam, like that kind of thing. You know, and well, Spider- Peter Parker did. Which look, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying Peter Parker did protest Vietnam. You get what I'm saying? Here, Whereas Tom Holland looks like the kid that's like, I, I gotta do it, Uncle Jimmy. I gotta Iron Man for you. I've got to go to Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if Iron Man told Spider Man to go to Vietnam, he right. would have killed all so those I, people. Is all so I'm I saying. think Tom Holland is my favorite. Because he would have went to Vietnam. That's because he would have. So maybe he's three months into Vietnam. He's like, these Viet Cong got a point. You know <laughs> I think saying? I need to leave. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I think to- Tobey Maguire will always. That, I think he was my first. Uh, other than Jesus. <laughs> he was my first <laughs> hero, I think. When I think back to my childhood. <laughs> no, I'd see, like the first person that I remember being like, oh, that's. That's like the guy I look up to fictional mm-hmm. was Spider-Man in those movies. And he'll always have, hold a special place in my heart. I'm very excited to see him in the new movie. For sure. Because he's definitely in it. Uh, and for that, he's probably my favorite. But I think comic accurate Andrew Garfield. Because hmm, Spider-Man, really? Spider-Man in the comics. Here's see, the, I know nothing. Well, so. Tom Holland... Tom Holland is that nerd who's like, oh, you guys want to go watch Star Wars? Look at my ATSD. Oh, alien. Have you guys watched these movies? Like yeah. that. Peter Parker. But once more, once the bushes started talking over there, he's, like, he's still in the fight. You know but Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker in the comic books, skip ahead like a minute, people, if you have no interest. Uh, Peter Parker in the comic books was a guy who was tormented and bullied and treated like crap. And so when he got those powers, he was like, no, I don't owe anybody anything. Screw these guys. Like I, Tom yeah. Holland, you could never picture being mad. Is right, what yeah. And he is very much was like chip on your shoulder. He's more of a pizza rolls type of guy. Yeah. He's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think he does a better job of like the chip on, your sh- on his shoulder. Uh, and like when he's making... Tom Holland, when he's making jokes as Spider-Man, he's like referencing pop culture, which Spider-Man will do. But he doesn't do like the... Andrew Garfield's like making fun of the criminal, which so is more like of what... Tom Holland's like the hot dude that starts wearing hot dude that starts wearing st- <laughs> what did I say? So like interesting j- immediate jump. The attractive guy to women, <laughs> not to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh my god. What is even happening right now? That was the most so, Andrew, that was the most <laughs> moment of my whole life. You're like, so Andrew Garfield oh Andrew Garfield's the kind of guy that gives you weird feelings when you're watching the movie. I'm I caught myself mid sentence. So Tom Holland's the type of hot guy. It's like what? Tom Holland's my type, is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is if I did have these feelings hidden deep inside. No, but what I meant to say was the attractive guy that isn't necessarily into nerdy stuff, but like starts wearing Star Trek shirts because it's hipster type stuff. I just feel like Tom Holland is more of like a, 
I mean, he's a he's a modern day nerd. Yeah. So it's not like. But I think there's like a hipster side to it. Not to his I character, think but I'm saying more hipster. The vi- no, I'm saying hipster is in. I'm doing this because it's now cool. I don't know. I just I just feel like I hate when people say Tom Holland is the most comic accurate Spider Man because it's basically like Andrew Garfield. I think is the perfect middle ground where I I feel like Tobey Maguire. What, as much as I love him, he leaned a little more into the whole weight of responsibility and guilt and like the the weight of spider-man yeah. tom holland leans more into the fun upbeat like haha my life's awesome like i'm spider-man yeah and i think andrew garfield gets that perfect middle ground of i carry this guilt and this weight but i you know i also recognize that my life is full of positives and full for sure knowing. but yeah and i and i don't hate tom holland right. uh but why would you he's my least favorite of the three for sure. Okay. So, moving on from... Do you have anything else you want to say about Tom Holland's abs or anything? Before? No. I believe I've already outed myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, moving on to my number four surprise pick, Willy Wonka. So, I'm going to do a little thing here, but go ahead. Isn't it your turn? No, I, it's your turn. So, we have Gene no, Wilder and Johnny Depp. one. No, no. I said... Oh, you're right. It is my turn. So, Gene Wilder versus Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. So, um, one of them, you know, I feel like needs to be on some sort of medication that he's not. Yeah, absolutely. And the other one. Or maybe he's over medicated. The other one is like, I think one of the all time best classic movie performances ever. Yeah, I agree. Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka, I think is like, dude, he, especially that scene at the end where he's like, you get nothing. Like that whole thing. Like. Dude, just like he's such an underappreciated, such actor. an underappreciated actor. I love that role. I love like he just he he took Willy Wonka and and like forced Johnny Depp to Johnny Depp knew okay, there's no way I can do that and mm-hmm. do better, so I'll have to try to do something different. And unfortunately, it just didn't work. I think Johnny Depp's an incredible actor, but it just didn't work. Yeah. And so for me, it's Gene Wilder all the way. It's that's. Yeah, I think that's impossible to argue with. Yeah, really. you can't beat it. He sings pure imagination, and it's like no, it's incredible. I, I will say one thing, and <clears throat> sorry, kind of cheat here. I do think that uh, Timothy Chalamet will be up there because uh, I love him as an actor. Young Batman, Batman fin- Begins, phenomenal. Do you think? Here is what I think. I, do, Let's place bets now. I think yeah. this movie's going to be like his bully's going to call him Willie, and everyone else is going—he's going to be like, "It's William, it's William," and he's going to be a sophisticated young gentleman. Sophisticated. Then horrible tragedy, befalls. much like Timothee Chalamet. Horrible tragedy befalls him. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm too heavy. Like I—I I was so busy working at my steel factory or something that I missed time with my my loved ones, and now I'm all." And then. Kidnaps those indigenous people, forces right. them into the factory, and becomes candy loving guy. And then, like the end of the movie, will be like, "What's your name, sir?" And he'll go, he'll look at the camera and think back to his bully and be like, "The name's Willy Wonka or something." Ah, <laughs> I think that is probably really what's going to happen. Actually, in all seriousness, I think the out of like Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson and all those people that are super romanticized from that era. My dude, maybe not the exact same era, but close. Yeah. Where's why is my boy Gene Wilder not thrown in there? I mean, Blazing Saddles, Blazing Saddles. 
Willy Wonka, the movie where... Young Frankenstein? Yes. I was about to say the Frankenstein movie. I couldn't remember what I mean, the guy nonstop hits. Yeah. (laughs) Three movies. Three movies. But what I'm saying... Like, no, man. Like, that guy... No, he's a phenomenal actor. He's... I feel like he's... He's different than Nicholson and Brando entirely. Well, he's one of those actors, I think, where no matter what movie they're in, even if it's not a good movie, he's good in it. Yeah, and I think it's... I think one of the most difficult things, obviously I'm not an actor, but I'm saying from an outside perspective is like, well, we, blending. we just learned last in the Spider-Man segment, you may have been acting your whole life. <laughs> yeah, I was not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. What? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I think blending drama and comedy is, is extremely hard. Mm-hmm. I think it may be the hardest thing they to say, do in film. Actors say comedy is harder than drama. Right. Now imagine doing both. Yeah. And I think Gene Wilder does that so well. Exactly. And I think I agree. He's and a, of he's 100% those two, the best wonky. I feel like if they got in a fight in the bathroom, Gene Wilder's walking out with that one. Because Johnny Depp would be in the corner like. I think it's it would be more interesting than you think. <laughs> because I think they both have a very demented and weird side to their characters. But I feel like Johnny Depp would be in the corner. Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka would be in the corner like. A little, a little script. And then like while he's thinking of that, Gene Wilder's already taking the mirror off the wall. <laughs> Yeah, you you're probably right, but uh, no, like uh, yeah, Gene Wilder all the way. Now we move on to Sherlock Holmes, another of the the uh, just been portrayed by several. I mean, you got Henry Cavill, you got uh, what he played him in a Netflix show or something that, uh, about young Sherlock Holmes' sister or something. He played Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Ian McKellen played old man Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I know that. Uh, of course, Robert Downey Jr. played sexy Hollywood Sherlock Holmes, and then Benedict Cumberbatch plays like the modern. And for and of course, other actors have, but I, you know, those are the ones that really jump out. Yeah. Uh, is it? It's your turn because I just went. Okay, this one is super simple to me because I've uh, so little. Um, familiarity with the actors that have played them. I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes guy. I wasn't either until I met my wife. Right. And she loves the movies and the show, so I watched them. So Robert Downey Jr., I think, does a really good job. Does a fantastic job. Oh, absolutely. I think... No, I think that I... This is one of those rare things, and we've had this discussion so many times already on this podcast, that I, as a person, fall in love with acting. Uh, actor performances more than movies. This is a movie where I think the opposite happened. I think the movie is fantastic. The way there's aspects of the movie that are fantastic. The the journey into like the way he breaks stuff down when he's fighting. Yeah, that was awesome. And the way he breaks things down when he's investigating and stuff. Mm-hmm. I re- I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And I yeah. think that that lends itself to Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and def- and I think he. First off, I thought it was so dumb how people. Plus, he's hard. His favorite team was when he was naked under that pillow. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, but no, and I think I think it's so funny when British people are like, "How dare this American play Sherlock Holmes?" And I'm like, "You mean like Superman and Batman and like all of our yeah. cultural icons have been played by British people?" But anyway, so uh, yeah, I think he's phenomenal. But I do think, man, it's just hard to beat Benedict Cumberbatch. And I, and I know you haven't watched the show, but he he really is phenomenal in that show. I'm not a fan of like him as an actor. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch very much, but 
Oh, I think we are forgetting someone that may be the best, period. Who's that? Will Ferrell in Holmes My, and Watts. Well, forgive me for that. I thought that movie was banned with the Geneva Convention. <laughs> um, no, okay, I, I was not aware of this, and I have not seen this movie, so I will not have an opinion, but Michael Caine has played Sherlock Holmes. And that genuinely could change my opinion. I need to watch the movie. I thought I was about to do a Michael Caine impression, but I don't even want to try. <laughs> she she was only. She was only. She was only. Tw- no, it's 15, hard. 16 years old. You're only. I can't do it. She was only. Yeah, it's hard, dude. I can't do it. What's what? What is he? She cr- was only. What does he cry? She was only. Dark Knight Rises. He's like twelve years old. He's like. I told your parents I'd protect you, and I failed. It's, it's like, well, he lived to be like forty-five. So I yeah, think you. I told your parents. You get, what were you gonna do after eat the bomb? Like, yeah. what, you were only supposed to blow the bloody door. No, dude, it's hard. It's, it's hard. He's a hard actor. You'd think that it would be easy because it's so incredible, right? And distinct, but no, it's hard. Um, so I think Benedict Cumberbatch, and we had way more time with him. There's yeah. been like all that. So for me. It's kind of hard because I do love the Robert Downey Jr. and I'm super excited they're making a third one. So, but for me, Benedict Cumberbatch has got to be quintessential. I can respect it. Number six, I don't know why I put this on here, Robin Hood. Oh, I know why you put it on here. <laughs> I've seen, I cut off that new Robin Hood movie 15 seconds in. or No, we got about an hour and a half. And That's a lot longer than 15 <laughs> seconds. A little longer. Um, wasn't feeling it. Uh which you know me, if I cut a movie off, that's that's. I'll yeah, but there's a lot of. Uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, Costner, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Who? I, that's sorry. Go ahead. It's your turn. Uh, my personal favorite. I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Carrie uh, L E L W E S. I don't know how it's pronounced. I love that movie. And I'm not a fan. You don't like? You don't like when he's like. And I can speak in a British accent. like Yeah, it's just my least favorite of those satric. I love it, dude. Dave Chappelle's in it. and What? Dave Chappelle's in it. I haven't watched it in a while. So I need I'm to pretty sure Dave it. Chappelle's in it. I hope Dave Chappelle's in Dave it. Dave Chappelle's in it. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going to get banned for just saying Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Um, my favorite would definitely be Russell Crowe. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite scene in that movie? It's been a long time. I just remember grittiness, and I just, I have a a thing where I just really enjoy when characters that are not necessarily associated with that get a gritty remake, and I thought it was a good movie. Very, very well. Dave Chappelle is in <clears throat> okay, good. Robin Hood. He plays, oh, look at him, dude. Look at this young man. Look at little Dave Chappelle. Oh man, what a goon! And I'm pretty sure the dad from Good Luck Charlie is Big John, Big John, or Little John, sorry. Little John, <laughs> <laughs> Big John. the most iconic character. Uh, anyway, so next we have. Well, hold up, Sean Connery, Mister Open Hand Smack, played Robin Hood. My gosh, how do you open hand smack with a bow and arrow? That's what I'm saying. Well, only if the target was a woman. Yeah, he'd he'd, he'd knock the arrow and be like. Oh. Crap. Oh, crap. Walk I across, better just walk across. I better the just slip this into her vertebra. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Rather than a headshot, let's go just blow the neck. Yeah. 
Uh, Thank you for sparing us. It's it's like Batman being like, I won't kill you, but I will cripple you for life. Exactly. Like, anyway. So next we have my personal, my personal favorite <laughs> uh, Star Wars character. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Good Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, son, people. <laughs> I love uh, anyway. I want you to do a whole episode of the podcast as Alec Guinness. <laughs> Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. Oh, man. One day I will. If we get... Okay. If we get... Five comments. On if we next- get five comments... I choose yours as Alec Guinness from Star Wars as Obi-Wan, and you can choose an accent from a character I think that I have to do yes. for an entire podcast. And I've I've already got like five in my head. And I'm gonna so you hear that? Comment on this Facebook post. If five people comment. Only five. And I may even say and I'm not saying I'm gonna take it, suggest an accent for Ethan to do in your comment. And I'm I'll take it into consideration. Anyway, so we got Alec Guinness. Best actor in the original Star Wars movies, I would say. I would agree. And possibly out Harrison Ford's very close. Harrison Ford's very close. And possibly the Emperor. He's know. amazing. He's you know. good, but I don't put him he's loving those it, dude. Two he's laughing. He's, he's loving it. He's dude. loving it. Like you could tell, he's just having the time. And if we're including James Earl Jones, that's just freaking voice iconic. Actor. Though, um, have you ever heard Darth Vader before? Like. When he was on set before they changed him for James Earl Jones, just yeah. David, David Prowse doing the voice. Not a fan. Poor guy. <laughs> Good guy. It's kind of like the Boba Fett original before they redubbed it. Mm-hmm. Not guy a with fan. the mustache. Could you imagine if in The Mandalorian when Boba Fett took his helmet off, if he was the No, guy? I'm talking about the voice. Oh, before yeah. they like, dubbed over the he's voice. He's a lot to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I think you got a messed up coffee. <laughs> I think you what need if to- I'm like, what are you talking about? We go and Bofet's just making that noise, but it's not even just in scenes he's in. You just hear him in the background. <laughs> like he was there all along. It's like that mongoloid from the Goonies is just. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Screaming in the background. Uh, he, did he okay. maybe a poor choice of words with <laughs> the, the mongoloid? <laughs> <laughs> you really upset that actor. <laughs> Wait, he didn't, he didn't really look like that, right? Wait a minute. No, that was prosthetic. What is that for so sure? prosthetic? They were like, Can you imagine that guy listening to this podcast, getting upset, coming knocking on your front door? <laughs> I wouldn't even open the door. I'd just come out blazing. Just guns. Don't even open it. Just shoot through the door. <laughs> oh, that's one of those shoot first situations. Golly. Sir, if that's really what you look like, God forgive us. Forgive us. Okay, so. Um, anyway, we did. So, Alec Guinness versus Ewan McGregor. Both, I think, the best actors Woo, in there. Yeah. We had more time with you and McGregor. Yeah, like, oh, man. It's and tough. for I feel like for us, like, of course, we watched the originals growing up, too. But for us, I would think he used more on our, you and McGregor is more of who we think of when yeah. we think of Obi-Wan. Because those are the ones that came out. 
So I don't uh, find Star Wars. <laughs> I don't like them Star Wars. I don't find Star Wars to be rewatchable, really. But I do real like the most rewatchable thing about them to me old, is the acting. Prequel or sequel is Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor wasn't in. The- well, I'm saying like. If I had to pick one aspect from either one, like if I had to either say, um, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Okay. Like he's my favorite. Original thing. or prequels, or, or yeah, because the sequels are the Disney ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, uh, and that scene. Remember, we always because there's, there's the original trilogy. Okay. okay then the prequels and the sequels. But uh, yeah, and and I love how we always and I I part the the part. The fanboy deep in my heart likes to think that George Lucas maybe like told him some things. But man, watching that scene where he's talking about Anakin, you would think he'd seen the prequels. I would agree. Because the part where he's like, he was a cunning warrior and a good friend. Right. And then you think, please like, let's get five <laughs> comments on this. What if somebody comments, Ethan, do the voice of the guy from the Goonies? <laughs> oh my God. Are you good? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's 15 seconds of, oh, welcome, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that, that'd be great. That would be the episode that for some reason gets picked up by somebody. And then like that. Uh, no, I'm glad. Like five comments. I'll do it. And we'll find a thing for Ethan. You cannot suggest the guy from Goonies because that, that'll be all we get. So you cannot suggest the guy from Goonies. Yeah, please don't do that. Um, okay. So straight from that into Matthew Max, Mad Max. This one is super hard for moi. Insane Maximilian. Disturbed. My favorite Maximilian is Goofy's son. Really? Goofy's ungrateful son. He is ungrateful. Who almost murdered his father. Yeah. Um, He's got that. He wouldn't have went to Vietnam. No. You know what would be? <laughs> Goofy. So I've always had the belief. This is the most off track name I've ever said. I've always had the belief just watching Goofy. And even as far back as Disney's. Or the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I've always looked at him on screen and thought, Vietnam vet. I don't know what <laughs> He's seen some things. Well, I don't know what it is about him, but I just think so. Well, there is that. I saw a meme that was like, Disney when they write Mickey movies. And it's like, oh, come on, Pluto. We got to head to our picnic. And then it's like, Disney when they make goofy movies. And he's like, son, after your, mo- your mother left, I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah, exactly. But Look, I'm dealing with this debilitating a- heroin addiction. Oh. <laughs> Which, here's something I'll probably regret saying. But what if at the opening of a goofy movie, what would, was Max, we saw what Max's reaction was when he turned into goofy and his, and his girlfriend ran away in, in terror. Right. Would it have been worse if when he turned into Goofy, she was like, oh. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> always a fan. She's like, oh, I was hoping you'd age up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably going to get cut out. but <laughs> No, it'll never get cut out. Um, I, So Mad Max, to me, mm-hmm. this is the toughest Played one. by. This Ma- is the toughest one to me. Mel Gibson. My favorite actor. Top, my top three favorite actors. Tom Hardy. Yeah, but two people in my top ten favorite actors ever, for sure, are both play. In the film. Wow. So you would say... Mr. Gibson and Mr. This is a Sophie's Choice for Hardy. you. I'm not aware, really, of what that means. Oh, it, well, let me give you a fun fact. I think that movie's called Sophia's Choice. Sophie's Choice. Fun fact for today. It's a woman who, uh, after Choice. being uh, taken by the Nazis, has to choose which of her children to live and which to die. I'm pretty pretty sure it's called Schnickler's List. Schnickler's List. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway... 
if I had to choose that situation, not that situation that you just said, because in that situation, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, you, yeah, you just killed as many of them as you can. Yeah, you're open in that moment. You developed your mutant powers, and you're going to take yeah. them all down. So, um, and I can start pulling the <gasps> zippers off their dude, bridges, I didn't even... shooting them through their head. Oh my gosh, I didn't even have that guy. Okay, keep going. Um, so to me, I think, oh, it's so tough because both. Not only are both performances fantastic, I think both movies are really good. The first Mad Max. Mm-hmm. And the new Mad Road Max. Warrior. Mm-hmm. I've not seen Thunderdome or Thunderdome or uh, Road Warrior. I was caught off guard the first time I watched Mad Max. How normal it is, because you know, and yeah, yeah. the new it's just like what the crap. Like it's like this yeah. awesome desert wasteland, and then in the original it's just kind of like a town. Yeah, it's just kind of go. It's I guess in the first one it's transitioning into what the the newest one is. Which have you heard the theory that Judge Dredd, the city. That you know, they're like you can't leave the walls of the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. That it's the Mad Max desert. Judge Dredd don't want nothing from Mad Max, dude. I think Judge Dredd would kill Mad Max. Well, that's where you're mistaken. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so to me, it is super, super tough. Man, it's tough. But I think Mel Gibson was so early on in his career, his acting career, he was still fantastic in mm-hmm. the movie. But I think Hardy has. I give Tom Hardy the slight edge. Yeah, because he doesn't even talk for most of the movie. Well, Tom Does Hardy talk doesn't have much dialogue at all. And, uh, That's what I'm saying. Tom Hardy. Yeah, he talks. He talks at the end. Once yeah. he gets that muzzle thing mm-hmm. off. But I still give Tom Hardy the, the edge. Have you heard the theory that Tom Hardy is dog boy from the original Mad Max? He grew up and... Hmm. I think that's from Thunderdome. You spend a lot of time on Reddit, today. Eh? Yeah, I do. More than I probably should. Uh, you know, a lot of times people are like, why aren't you watching the road? Why aren't... Yeah. <laughs> There's children here. Sir, please. And There's I'm, a child and I'm just on reading his bike. D- dog boy equal Mad Max. You're reading Reddit and you're like, that's a weird place to put a speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. Anyway, I would have to agree with what you said. Right. And, uh, yeah, both awesome performances, both awesome movies. And on to a, a one that we can't, I can't say that about. Number nine, Simba. Have you seen the live action Lion King? Um, so I started her, right? I sat down and I believe I was eating something I really like. So usually, visuals. Usually if I sit down and I'm watching a film and I have something I really want to eat, you can put on uh the Land Before Time Six and I'm locked in. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I was eating probably some Buffalo Wild Wings. I almost said Fival, but five that's a little but Fival is the little mouse. Yes, that is uh, Once Upon a Time. In Hollywood. In Hollywood. <laughs> That's, what is it? I can't remember. Something tale? Unknown tale? or No, it's Once Upon a Time something. Or oh. Once. five hole or whatever. five hole. The Little Mouse Boy. Yeah. And no, it's, it's something. He meets that dog. Yes. That's the one out in the Wild West. The cat thinks he's a dog. Mm-hmm. <gasps> the cat does think he's a dog. But he that's why he doesn't dog. eat mice. Yeah, but he, eats, he meets that dog. The complexities of those films are very overlooked. Just breathtaking. Anyway, go ahead. Um, usually if I sit down with something I really like, I don't hate on me guys if you're big wing traditionalists. A couple of boneless wings from well, Buffalo Wild Wings. Asian Zing Spice. Sponsor <laughs> us. Um, anyway, and I'm sitting there eating it, and... Even with being more locked in in the culinary delight than the film, I still couldn't watch it. I had to cut it off. Because it's not a good movie. Yeah, the visuals were cool. Fantastic. I mean, it looks like they really got lions to come out here. And I much prefer the, even the visuals, though, from 
The Jungle Book. Oh, for sure. And it's a way better movie. Oh, for sure. As well. Well, it's live action. I'm sorry? Live action Jungle Book is a little better than live action Lion King. Yes. Because it's not really live action. Obviously. Those are not live action movies. Don't say that. They didn't. The Little Boy's live action. They didn't film those The Little Boy's. Mowgli's live action. Mowgli is live action. No, he's CGI. CGI? Totally created. Yeah, that kid doesn't exist. Wow. And he won the Oscar. They gave the Oscar to a computer generated. Wow. Andy Serkis must be furious. He's so mad. He's like, come on, dude. What if Andy Serkis is just living in a hard drive somewhere? Like, he's not real. (laughs) Holy crap, dude. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That would be crazy. That would explain Venom, too. Got him. I haven't seen it, but. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So, we've got Matthew Broderick Hmm. as Simba in Simba in the original. It doesn't get all, get brought up enough that he's murdered someone, but go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke he really has. But keep Matthew going. Broderick or Simba? Matthew Broderick. Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Yeah, he killed somebody, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just dance past that. And here's the thing, man. I'm, I like Donald Glover. I'm a community fan. Oh, I love Donald Glover, but I don't like him. I even like Childish Gambino, his rap persona. Wow, I thought they were different people. But I do not enjoy him in the movie at all. No, he's horrible. And it's not his fault. I've heard that they told the actors, act dead and lifeless because we can't animate the faces because they have to look like real lions. So it looks weird if you're being super... It's most evident with James Earl Jones because mm-hmm. you can tell the difference now. He did Mufasa in the original. But um, except for Beyonce. They probably just told her, hey, could you tone it up a little bit? Yeah. Hey, Beyonce. Beyonce. And then Billy Eichner almost ruins the whole movie. Oh, gosh. Because he took. He ruins everything. One of the best characters ever. Well, not one of the best characters ever. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I don't want to go too far. But Billy Eichner does that show where he's out on the street. Billy Eichner versus the people or whatever it is. He wouldn't do that down here, is what I'm saying. Well, he definitely (laughs) wouldn't. But I'm saying he can't do that in like Chicago. Or somewhere oh, in no. a rough area, drive by. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I hate to be that way. I don't. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be upset. So, anyway, um, here's a question. Do we got to call this one the podcast after dark or something. You, yeah, for Good real. Uh, do you think t- the animated character Timon could... Billy Ochner, animated character Timon in a bathroom. Who's killing who? <laughs> oh, that's a that's a real easy one for Timon. For animated someone. Anyway, so back to the actual question. Um, yeah, Matthew Broderick steals it. Maybe a murderer, but yeah, I give him yeah, the dub. He murdered that performance. <laughs> he did kill and that performance. scar at the end of the... No, the, the hyenas did. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess in the end, he probably deserved it. I would agree, but I think it's fantastic. Oh, James, Jeremy Irons? Probably one of his best performances. Pro- the be- Definitively, I think, the best Disney villain. Scar. Hmm. Jeremy Irons edition. I would I would put him with Hades. <gasps> oh, Hades is good yeah. too. And the wolves from Old Yeller. Wow. I thought it was a bear. It's a wolf for sure. He kills a bear. Or doesn't kill a bear. bear gets him. He attacks a bear. He doesn't get killed by a bear. He gets rabies. Gets rabies. Which? Nope. Not from a bear. Look, buddy. Take the L. No, I'm saying on. you're right. But I'm saying at the end of the day, rabies are murder. I'll take the murder. Hmm. Rabies is, doesn't really affect people anymore. 
You think so? so? What are you saying? So you'll take being murdered or getting rabies? Or are you saying killing someone? I'm saying if I was the dog, old yeller, I would have rather probably just got killed by the bear. But no, but he protected no, the boy. No, he protected the little guy. And the little guy repaid his kindness with a shell from a shotgun. No, no, no. That's the older brother that has to do that. Wow. The little brother in that movie deserves death throughout. <laughs> I mean, he really does. Well, that, I've sometimes I get old yellow and red fern grows some parts mixed up. Yeah, red, red fern, fern grows, grows is, is the one where the kid falls in the axe. Yeah, but that's um, no bear involved there. That's a mountain lion. Mountain lion, and just one of them dies, and the other one dies of sadness. The other one won't eat after them, which does happen. I have a friend that has. Oh, sure. uh, this is completely off topic. My friend, I have a friend that has dogs that hunt wild pigs. Uh-huh. One of them got gutted from oh, shoulder to leg, couldn't save him. The brother would not eat after it's not. I mean, it's horrible because I know the guy personally. I know the dogs, Um, but the male dog ended up living, surviving the. Yeah, they took him to the vet and were like pumping food in him or something. Oh, I thought you meant the boar one survived. Oh no, that'd be real. That's a Romeo and Juliet situation. Which they do. People, one of them starves himself, and the other one's like, "Oh, I'm actually okay." Yeah, hey, they'd buried me a little too early. (laughs) Yeah, I'm back. The red fern ain't growing here, is what yeah. I'm saying. But um, how did we get on Old Yeller? Anyway, so uh, <laughs> where were we? Okay, yeah, Matthew Broderick Simba. Next we have Superman. Cornelius. Vander. Cornelius Superman. Vander Confucius. So Superman, we've got, of course, Christopher Reeve. Hmm? Salute. George Reeve. I think salute. Uh, well, George Reeve, then Christopher Reeve, then... Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Salute. Then Henry Cavill. Salute. Then Brandon Ralph again. Salute. Then Tyler Hessian from Superman and Lois. The show. I'm not a fan of any of those little TV shows. I mean, I'm not really. I'll tell you this right now. I don't. I like season one and two of Arrow and season one of The Flash. After that, dumpster fire, except for Superman and Lois. That's some good stuff. Very cool. So, is it your turn or my turn? Who even knows? I've lost track. You go ahead. Who's your favorite Superman? Henry Cavill is not close. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you this. Okay, because Henry Cavill, I think... I think he could be the best Superman, but they haven't given him the best stuff. How do you feel about Christopher Reeve? He's not my pick. I still think he's absolutely iconic, but he's not my pick. Either. Yeah, he's not my pick. I mean, I like him. I, it's been a while. I think his Superman, though, is so good. Well, I agree. I think it really embodies. And I think it may be the most, uh, like, the embodiment of what I think people get from comic books. I don't read comic books. But, uh, like, that kind of feeling of joy and, like, mm-hmm. this guy's, you know. Well, like, at the wow, end when he winks the at best. the camera exactly. And, stuff. and, and I dude, think he gives that feeling of, like, this guy's the greatest. Here's the thing, too. I think his performance in the movie, too, is, like, because I watched somebody on Reddit, of course, uh, linked this scene that I watched where, like, it's like when he's about to tell Lois he's Superman and he's Clark Kent. He's kind of, like, huddled over and stuff. And people were like, I don't think, and the, the Reddit was was titled, like, I don't think people give Christopher even enough credit for the acting he did as mm-hmm. Clark Kent and Superman. Because when he takes the glasses off, like, his whole posture and face and, like, the way he carries himself just, like, shifts and it's like in front of your eyes, you're seeing like, oh crap! Like, yeah, he's Superman. Like, he's not. Yeah, maybe closer than I said. Superman. Yeah, I shouldn't have said Henry Cavill's not even close. No, it's close, but I still like Cavill. Which for me, though, this is going to surprise you. 
It's going to surprise everybody. Not really. Uh, I think my favorite Superman right now. Don't say that dude from the show. Tyler Hecken, dude. Or Hoshin or Hoshin. Well, I've never watched He's him. amazing, man. He's, he's amazing. No, because he plays it's Superman as a dad. And he's got these sons and like spoiler alert spoilers and like it's just my favorite Superman comic run is Superman Rebirth when he had his son John and like I just think Superman as a dad makes so much sense and like he it's just great how they do the show and like how good of a dad he is and like how he like uses the lessons that his dad gave him and his mom gave him and like. It's just a great, great show. Dude, you know what we forgot? Somebody saved me. Because we forgot Tom Willing. I like Tom Willing a lot. I like Tom Willing a lot, too. I'd like to say I'll give the Lois Superman thing a shot or whatever. Lois and Clark. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois, whatever. Lois and Clark. Why didn't they call it Lois and Clark? Because there was one already called Lois and Clark. And it's not Lois. But you see what I'm saying? Lois and Clark. That was the point, I think. Of the original show. Okay. Lois and Clark. Uh, no, I just coined that. But the anyway. Adventures of Lois and Clark is what it's called. No, I call I'm, I just coined that <laughs> phrase for sure. No, I'm kidding. But I would say I'm going to give it a chance, uh, Superman and Lois, but I won't. But you won't. And I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, I won't watch it. In this and in your sexual preference of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so... Ant-Man and Spider-Man. Tyler Hessian and Henry Cavill. That's a thing I can live with. Honorable mention to Christopher Reeve. Next we have... Should we even do the Hulk? I mean, I feel like we both... We talked about it in our MCU yeah, look, video. It's Ed Norton. Go back and watch that. Uh, next, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Catwoman. So we got Michelle Pfeiffer. We got Woo! Halle Berry. Woo! We got Anne Hathaway. Woo! And pretty soon we're going to have Mrs. Zoe Kravitz. Woo! So you're saying hit on all fronts. Yeah, I, th- I think they're all, all jokes aside, obviously they're all very attractive women. Mm-hmm. I think Michelle Pfeiffer does fantastic. He's up or something, as you can tell, you're really, they just, uh, you know, how hard he's trying here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all uh, women and they're beautiful. I gotta make them believe it. No, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, I think that's, uh, it's fantastic. And that movie's a dumpster fire, but she does so good <laughs> in it. What? It just I thought that was funny. How you said I was about that. to say, I mean, I think it's a... I love Danny DeVito, worst penguin of all time. Hey, I mean, I love Danny DeVito. I think he's hilarious. Uh, yeah, horrible. Not uh, even Who penguin. knew Danny DeVito could get grosser? How dare you, sir? And again, I love him, but good gosh. Anyway, Michael Keaton, worst Batman by far to me personally. Worse than George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Worse than Kilmer. Well, Val Kilmer, you've always said, famously quoted from day one, you're from your mouth put it on your tombstone that your favorite Val Kilmer performance is Batman. I've never said that. I, I think you said, you if you ever say, I again. think you said of anything ever. And that all his other performances just, I like to believe all of his performances are just variations of Doc Holliday. But anyway, um, I'm not Batman because I have to be because I choose to be. I think Halle Berry does really well with the crap she was given. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer does good, good. actress. So that's both, I think that's both the same situation. They both were given horrible movies, horrible scripts, and they did what they had to do to mm-hmm. make them a little better. Mm-hmm. And gosh, could you imagine Pfeiffer just, it's literally like somebody goes to the morgue, we got this corpse, let's lay him up against the wall. All right, Michelle, you're going to be opposite this corpse. And that's Michael Keaton to me. So it's like, just staring <laughs> It's into, really hard to just staring into this, but I don't want the podcast to emotionless devolve. Emotionless 
when, De- when Dewey comes on here, I'll let, let, we'll talk to you about Michael. And so that's my favorite thing about Pfeiffer. She's just opposite this train wreck, right? And then you have Halle Berry, who's opposite just people I've never heard of throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And she does well. And I think they tried to hyper, like super hyper-sexualize a character in that movie and stuff. And so she fights a makeup guru, I think. Right, that's what Go I'm ahead. saying. Super weird. But I think she does a good job. Mm-hmm. And I think Anne Hathaway does a good job as well. And I think they're all so significantly different. Out of all these characters, they may be the most different in their portrayal. For sure. And then Zoe Kravitz, I'm very interested to see. Yeah, I haven't seen, obviously, but it'll be cool. She's going to be awesome. Um, I think she'll do fantastic. But with all that being said, I'll probably give it to Michelle Pfeiffer. Heck yeah. I'm glad you said that. She's awesome. She may not be 100% comic accurate, but mm-hmm. dude, awesome. She does great. And like you said, all attractive women, but the most attractive one's probably Halle Berry. But I think, it's very Michelle, close. I think Michelle Pfeiffer. I think it's very close. I mean, it's neck and neck. What about that part where she falls out the window and gets her powers from cats licking her? You ever think about that? Sir. <laughs> you don't remember that part? <laughs> yeah. That's how she gets her power. You now know why Jacob owns cats. Do you know that part where with the whip where she's in the store and the mannequins are out? <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. wait, I'm thinking of my dream last night. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> oh my So the part yeah. where uh, she's got the whip and the mannequins are like, she's yeah. in the store and she like knocks their heads off. Mm-hmm. She really did that. Incredible. Even better. Fantastic. And Hathaway, you think she's whipping some money? Yeah, I bet okay. she's whipping whoever her assistant is that's bringing her her coffee today. Yeah. She seems like a real nice lady. No, she's probably pretty nice. My bad, Ann. <laughs> but, um... Number 13, I snuck this one in. Mm. I hope you don't mind. No biggie. Magneto. Magneto. I like to offend people on this one. Not even close. I disagree with you on that. Not close. It's not even close to close to close. It's the least close of any of these. Dude, I'm being genuinely serious. It's not crazy. It's fast mender and it's not close. It's not close. I, as much, dude, listen, Lord of the Rings. Where were you, you, Charles? (laughs) Where were you, Charles? Anyway, um, uh, here's the thing. You know how much I love Lord of the Rings and Gandalf. Mm -hmm. And I mean, heck, uh, I can't believe I'm, how am I drawing a blank on his name right now? Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Fantastic actor, I think. Uh, but that being said, I think it's closer than you're giving it credit for, but not even close. Michael Fassbender, but, and to be fair, he got much more time spent on his character. I agree. But he is without a doubt the standout of those movies. Like, yeah. And all the other actors are good, especially James McAvoy. Um, I don't want your future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I leave you with one thought on this? Mm-hmm. Not even close. <laughs> and I think I think the real thing that steals it for him too, man, that scene in first class where he's like hunting those oh yeah those Nazis and the tension and oh, everything. McKellen ain't man. even I like Ian McKellen, I think he's a good actor. He ain't even got that in him. What about the part where he points all the guns at those people? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's better than you're giving him credit for. Not even close. But uh yeah, man, I th- I think Fazbender did a great job. That's like, oh man, the acting is just so good in it. Uh, 
He's a meme. You got to give him credit for that. You got to give him the memers. Even in the awful, awful sequels. He's good. He's he really good. steals it. And there's Absolutely. scenes that you'll just watch of just him on there. If if I've had a lot of castings where I'm like, man, just please. Like, just like in the MCU, please just do this. Please just do that. You know, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Please just bring him over. Uh, John Bernthal is, as Punisher. Please just bring him over. Um I got a lot of castings like that. I think probably on that level of Charlie Cox as Daredevil for me, man, just bring Michael Fassbender over. Like, and I get that Magneto should be older and while yes, but just, I don't even care to say that like, go it, down to your local party city and get some gray hair dye, but get, give him some, some salt in the, in the hairdo. Uh, say that, I mean, it's the Marvel universe. Say that like he got injected with something that like lets him live longer or something, or yeah. say the mutant gene lets him live longer or yeah. his specific mutation. But just, man, I want to see Michael Fassbender in the Marvel movies and James McAvoy too. Like I just, I agree. Gosh, it'd be so cool. So, uh, on to number 14, another, Ooh, a, a spicy one, another spicy one. Uh, we've got the Joker, the Joker. Quite possibly the most famous, maybe rivaled by Darth Vader, the most famous villain in pop culture, mm-hmm. the Joker. Um, I hate that the Joker's been hijacked by like those kids that wear cat ears to school and stuff. Uh, well, if you if you give me a second, I'm I gotta remove my cat ears. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I hate too that Joker's become like those like, kids that like we live the, in a society. The weird kid with like the really bad jail tattoo that has his cover photo on Facebook is like we're like Joker and Harley Quinn, like Gosh. him and his girlfriend. Like, yeah, what a great relationship. Yeah, to base thanks. Um, anyway, so you're saying it's a very Sean Connery sort of situation? Uh, no, it's well, it's. It's developed to well below that. Even. Well, so, Joe, we got Cesar Romero. Great for what he was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Adam West. Seriously, I think he was good for that yeah, super yeah. campy show. He outperformed. Super good for it. Adam West. How dare you. Next, we got the Nickel Boy. Nickel Boy. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> then we have I just called one of the greatest actors of all time the, the, nickel, the nickel boy, boy. then we got uh, Heath Ledger we do have him and then we go straight from Heath Ledger to Joaquin Phoenix hmm. You're, I believe you go first on this one. okay or I can go first if you'd like it's up to you who went first last time me for Magneto okay yeah true so it's my turn Um, here's the thing love Jack Nicholson Mm-hmm. Comic accurate Joker, I think best comic accurate Joker. Just phenomenal performance. He's scary. I definitely wouldn't want to be locked in a room with him. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I love that performance. I don't think he's the Joker. Mm-hmm. I think he's a proto Joker, and that's cool. But I just can't. I don't see this guy going toe to toe with Batman. Yeah. So as much as it will definitely annoy you. And as as much of like a, it doesn't annoy me. Well, as much of like the this is like the, and I do think it it is probably overhyped. Mm-hmm. I I just I rewatched The Dark Knight recently, and man, it's just Heath Ledger's Joker is just, it's not even comic accurate, but it's just it's so good. Like I agree the 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 take he had on it, and like just it's like every scene he's in. He just steals it. Like the the interrogation scene. Is yeah, and he's surrounded by fantastic, by fantastic actors. I think that the two 
the most underrated part of that movie, I think, is on the level of almost, almost on the level of Heath Ledger, like a notch below it, is Aaron Eckhart's Two Face. But just Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. is that good that it's like crap. Like you, but um, yeah, man, like just fantastic. Yeah, I don't. Obviously, you're aware. I have the opinion that I think that's an overhyped performance, but I think it's a fantastic performance. I, mm-hmm. I think it's really good. I I think it's. <clears throat> I think it's deserving of a lot, a lot of praise, uh, heaps of praise. But I think it, maybe it's it's developed into over heaps of praise. Yeah, but it's still great. It's fantastic. Um, so I'm not saying I think it's very close. This is not a Magneto situation. I think it's very close. I do think my favorite Joker's again based solely on acting performances, and it's razor thin. It's half. It's taking a razor blade and cutting it in half. That thin. Mm-hmm. Maybe even cutting her down to a quarter. Very thin. Um, but it's Joaquin Phoenix for me personally, mm-hmm. just from an acting perspective. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like I I think it's a phenomenal performance, but and it's and it's great for that. Listen, I hate. I feel like people think I'm like a. Well, it's not like the comic book. Like I <laughs> I am that way, and I and I and I always love when it is like the comic book. But if you can take it and make it your own and make it interesting, like Heath Ledger yeah. and like Joaquin Phoenix did, I think it's amazing. Uh, I definitely think Joaquin Phoenix's performance is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, he won the Oscar. He deserved the Oscar. I agree. You know? Like it. Uh, just that's crazy. So Joker has two Oscars. two Oscars. I think he's the only character. To have two Oscars. That's crazy. Like fictional character. Deserving. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, they say they're making a sequel. I am so interested to see. I hope they lean more into the show as like why this guy's a criminal mastermind. Like I hope yeah. like the Joker persona or whatever takes over and he's like a criminal mastermind at that point. Because I think then. Right. He'll probably come. You know, I would think that would make it where he becomes mm-hmm. more comfortable in yeah. his own psyche, I guess. So next. Uh. Now that those are the ones that are like we have to get to. Yeah. Then I got some some leftovers which we can just kind of do a speed round of because right. this podcast is getting a little long in the tooth, which I love. So I ain't come on, keep the teeth. But long. number fourteen, Venom. We got Topher Grace versus Tom Hardy. Not close, Tom Hardy. Wow. Okay. Disrespectful. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, obviously. And I love Topher Grace. Seems like a super fun guy, nice guy. Even he knows that it's not. Very yeah. Good. But um, yeah. Uh. Tom Hardy for sure. Number 15, The Green Goblin. We got uh, Willem Dafoe. Technically James Franco as New Goblin. Whatever that dumpster fire was. And then the the seething hot solar flare in the middle of the dumpster fire. Dane DeHaan as, yeah. as the troll doll. <laughs> yeah, so it's Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe easily. And not like, close, yeah. My, personally, one of my favorite villain performances ever. And not even comparable acting quality. Willem Dafoe is billions of times better. Than oh, absolutely! One yeah. of the best. I think one of the best actors still working. Agreed. Number sixteen, Bane. Tom Hardy, not close. I like that guy, the big green muscle guy. I think you're big. Not, oh, big green muscle. Big guy. green muscle guy. The ones. Yeah, I think he did really good. I think it's the same guy from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the mask. Yeah. Keep that guy wrapped up. Who did he fight? Sorry, that version of the Bane. Who did he fight? I don't remember. He fought. Oh, he fought a Batman. Batman, but which was it one? Brad Pitt? I think it was Brad Pitt. It right. was the, it was the main character of Ocean's Eleven, Brad Pitt. Right. 
Yeah. No, the main character is probably Matt Damon. You're right. Matt Damon played yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Good, good role, Matt Damon as yeah. Batman. Good job, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's Batman. Next, we have War Machine. Terrence Howard, not close. Terrence Howard, a little closer than I think, but yes. And I, I don't think it's Don Cheadle's fault. Like I said last time we talked about this, I just think that... Yeah, I like Don Cheadle a lot as an actor. But 18, Lois Lane. I feel so bad for not looking up the names for these, but these were the speed rounds ones. I think Smallville. First off, most attractive. Second off, I think best performance. Hmm. Give me a, I know this is a speed round. Give me a second on this one. That's fine. And I've, I, I, look, give me this opportunity to go back. And one that I criminally didn't talk about, Brandon Routh Superman, by the way. Yeah. Quality Superman. This is tough for me. Do you like the Lois Lane that uh, uh, has a son with Superman and doesn't tell her uh, husband, I believe? Or is it a fiance? And then leaves him for Superman. Yes, that's the one I'll go with. That's the one that you like. Yes. Or do you like Amy Adams' red hair? I like Amy Adams, but I also like the, the other one you just Number 19, said. King Arthur. Couldn't tell you a movie that starred King Arthur? I, I don't know if I've seen one. I've seen one, and I'm trying to remember the name. And it has Open Hand Smacker in it. My favorite King Arthur is uh, the Aardvark. So my, he's, a, he's king not in, a, a king in my eyes. Okay, well... Number 20. We already talked. Oh, whoa, buddy. You're in a bit of a rush through that one. Sean Connery is mine. For King Arthur? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played him at one point. Let me see if I can. Th- let me let me dig deep into my self-conscious. Why can I not remember the name of that movie? Going deep into the It's mind. got um, Richard Gere in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> That's crazy. First night. I didn't look that up proud of you i did um i can't it's crazy to me i can't think of a king arthur there's that new one with uh charlie hunnam haven't seen it but i've heard it's pretty good actually <laughs> i've heard it's terrible but <laughs> i'm actually it's the worst movie of all time uh, you haven't seen it either i feel bad but i can't think of a king arthur um moving on i said scar but we already talked about him a little bit and those were i mean that was 19 19 19 in an hour and 14 minutes probably 12 of which of those minutes were actually talking about. Yeah. Maybe seven of those Seven minutes. of those minutes. The rest, who knows what we're going to involve. But, um, yeah, so please comment about what you, who are your favorites? I'll yeah. leave some polls. Remember, five comments, and we will do weird I'll accents do, on the next I'll episode. do Ian McKellen. I'll, and, uh, or, uh, I'll do, not Ian McKellen. What the frick? How dare you, sir? Oh, Guinness. My I'll do, gosh. Uh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> well, he's like, I've, I've, anyway, we'll have a week to practice. I'm going to be practicing a lot, which I'm sure my wife will love. Yes. Um. Anyway, so yeah, five comments. I'll do eight plays of the new episode so far. Wow. wow. <laughs> eight whole plays. To be fair, I didn't title it right. I should have been Dune and Fashionably Late Halloween because you can't even see Dune. Um, but let's look at the question that we asked. We, what do you think about getting like a cool little, cause a lot of podcasts I listen to, they have like a little, a little jingle that plays. Hey, you, you're, you're the jingle man. I'm just, we'll come up with a I'm song here. A uh, question. Our question for last episode, Halloween episode was what movie scared you most as a kid? Mm-hmm. One response from Caleb. Terminator three. Uh, 
I believe that. I remember watching that as a kid. Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. What scared That's them the that? One, the only thing that scared me in that one was kind of those feelings you were starting to get because it's a when the girl makes her boobs bigger. No, I wasn't gonna. I mean, I was just gonna say in general, just her being an attractive one, but. I mean, what's wrong? I mean, I'm sorry. Did it not happen in the film? <laughs> I believe you are. I believe she did have an instant uh, enhancement in the movie. Yes, but I'm just saying it was a weird feeling because, like, <laughs> you're supposed to be in fear that this deadly robot's chasing you, but I'm turning around and and it's walking towards her. Look, interesting. I'm cool with getting killed because if, if me shooting my shot at that gets me killed, which one would you to rather you. run towards? Female Terminator from Terminator 3, or remember in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, yeah, the Decepticons send that girl to kill Shia LaBeouf. Remember that girl? Yeah, yeah, did both. Is Which, there both? Think answer? about the fact that the Decepticons programmed a robot to be an attractive woman, right? Why not do that a lot? Or Men in Black Alien Woman, who okay, the Men in Black that's alien. top tier, yeah, <laughs> check please, yeah. <laughs> I'll be leaving the restaurant right now, sir. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, Terminator 3, that's a good one. Uh, thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Caleb. Caleb, who's answered a lot of our questions. Caleb, we really appreciate you. We man. do appreciate it, Caleb. We'll Caleb. try to get you on here at some point. Yes, and please com- be one of the five comments. Be one of the five comments. Give Caleb. Ethan an accent that he'll have to do, and I'll, cons- I'll put it into consideration. I'm going to pick whatever. Guys, let's try to steer away from comic book or Star Wars movies for me. All right, please. What are they going to... What are you going to do? Any accent. I mean, don't steer away from it. Do whatever you want. I'm trying to think of another accent you could do. Dude, there's hundreds of millions of movies. We'll see. We'll see how it rolls. What about Mr. Dickovich from Spider-Man? <laughs> I didn't know that was a character. <laughs> Rent? That guy? Oh, yeah, no. Dude, what a phenomenal... I'm going to make you watch those again for well, an episode. I hope you got an army with you. my money? That guy? Yeah, he's like, if he's like, what does he say? Oh man, of course I could quote this a million times over. But when Peter Parker's like, he's like, I promise I'm gonna get paid this week, and he's like, if promises were crackers, my daughter would be fat. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, the I side mean, characters in those movies were so wisdom. good. It's a lot of wisdom, and then he, when he goes, "You're a good woman," or "You're a good man." She is a good woman. <laughs> right. Um, this is America, buddy. This is America, pal. We have to ask. What are you going to ask for next? A goat in exchange? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. But um, I hope he returns in Spider-Man No Way Home. Me too. Dude. Well, I've heard he's the main character. Main villain. Main hero. They open the portal. Dude, could you imagine? He just got a daughter rent a center. Could you, ima- could you imagine if people are sitting there waiting for... <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, a bunch of my... Spider-Man figurines just fell down. Nice. Anyway, um, portal up. Like, you know, people are like, oh, man, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are about to come through that portal. That portal. <laughs> that portal. <laughs> They're about to come through that portal. And it, the music is blasting. And you just see a head lean up. Rind? Could I even be mad? The portal opens up. It's just a woman. And you're like, why is it just a lady? And then Sean Connery. <laughs> 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 Sean Connery's like, let's take care of these gents. And it's like. Oh, Sean, these are all men that we're about to be fighting. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Sean Garner just makes that, a, a vaguely <laughs> sexist comment. Sean Garner's like, that puts me at a severe disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any Asian prosthetics? 
who did the better horrible racist Asian performance? Sean Connery as James Bond or John Wayne? John Wayne as Genghis Khan. It's John Wayne. It is not. I just want to be at that point. Like, like, no, the best part is like John Wayne might as well be sitting on a horse with like a Marlboro cigarette, yeah. like drinking a Budweiser. As King is gone. The best part of that movie is that movie was written. It was cast. It was shot. It was edited. <laughs> and nobody was like, hold up, guys. I think this may be a bad decision. Like, there's like some Genghis Khan meets in the road in the middle of China, and some guy's like, you can't, sir, you can't be here. And John Wayne's like, listen here. I'm Genghis Khan. Pilgrim. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, which speaking of, um, we got we to gotta do that for the podcast. Leading up to Spider-Man. Oh, that, that's very self-serving. We should talk about the Spider-Man movies. Very self-serving. And I do think we get, we got to go watch it. And we got to do a review. I'll do it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, do you want to review the Eternals real fast? I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Roasted. <laughs> so we're going to review I've heard a film I've heard it's seen. trash. I've heard it's okay. No, I've heard it's trash. Well, I've heard it's okay. Um... It's got Richard Madden in it. Yeah, and Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. But does he want it? Of course he doesn't want it. He don't want it. Um anyway, are you excited about Spider Man No Way Home? No. <laughs> no hesitation. Uh what's what's a movie you want us to go watch? We'll review that. We will go watch the new Wes Anderson film with Timothée Chalamet. Uh do you know that there's no war movies coming out? Do you know Jerry Seinfeld is working on a movie about the invention of the Pop Tart called Frosted? Jerry, you got too much money. Too much money. But he, seems like a genuinely good guy. Seems like a nice guy. He's no Sandler, but he seems like a nice Oh, Adam Sandler. I would I, the, John, like Keanu, There's an odd pause there. Adam he, Sandler I'd <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Adam Sandler, like uh, Sandler's not one. Switch that. I think Keanu Reeves is number one. No, mine is Sandler for sure. Those but are people. He's a big sport. If you guy. could have him on the podcast, we didn't even reference. What one last one for you? No, I'm not going to force this. Right. I was going to say who played the best Max in Wizards of Waverly Place because there were two. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. He would have done a good job. He'd have done phenomenal. But uh, would have been kind of weird. Jake but. T. Austin. Jake T. Austin, not close. Very impressive. <laughs> anyway, so what do we do at the end? Uh, please like, comment, leave a review. We'll read any review that you put. I'm trying to work out a way to you to send in a voice message that I can play. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, th- I think that'd be fun. If you have any ideas for a podcast, please go to our... Fa- we got a Facebook page. We have an Instagram that I've never uh, posted on. Uh, I'm going to... I'm working on a YouTube channel for it th- so we can do like little clips and such. But um, yeah, when we get to 100 plays, we will do a Q&A or something. I think that'd be fun. For sure. But, well, no, because we do Q&As at the end anyway. Yeah, we'll come up with something cool. Uh, let's make sure we, speaking of, let's make sure we don't have any questions before we just back out of this. Yeah, if we get to 100 views. We'll what's we'll plays? We'll do, sorry, 100 plays. We're a podcast. We'll do a, a live call in. 
live call. Oh, that'd be fun, man. And then I'm not talking about a screened one. So if you want to call in and I mean, if you say like a bomb threat or something, yeah, if you say something crazy, we won't be able to do it. But. Which, uh, I do think it'd be fun to do like a Twitch stream or something, like play a game together or something. That would be awesome. But we can't edit that. True. Are we brave enough? So let's see my profile. And I'll probably edit all this out. There's our podcast. No, we're pages, pages. Groups, maybe? No, it's pages. You're going to have to type her in. Oh, brother. There it is. All I had to do, I mean, it probably was up there immediately. Uh, could you believe, oh, brother, where art thou has more results? Yeah, that's insane. Wow. We're the much more prominent. At oh, brother pod. Let's see, do we have any? It's probably not a good time when the first scrolls are like them telling me how to set up the page. <laughs> There's Terry asking us. I'd love to hear you talk about Batman Beyond. Well, sorry. We did the we first didn't one. We do it. Oh, Bud Kinches asked Bud. us to talk about the new Matrix movie. You Bud, seen the trailer? It's great to hear from you, man. Bud, uh, we say, we've said this to three people now, but genuinely, Bud, we will have you on here at some point. Um, okay. We'll do that for sure, Bud. Uh, we'll... I'd like to do it in the next podcast because I don't have any prior knowledge. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that one in the next one. Has anyone commented on anything else? I don't believe so. But Bud, thanks so much for for uh, interacting, man. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Bud. We enjoy all the interaction. Seriously, we we don't want to feel like we're just screaming into a void here. Yeah, which we are, but which we would these we would just talk like this anyway. Uh, for all I know, these microphones aren't even plugged in. I've heard that. There's a rumor, actually. But, uh, yeah. So, you you got anything you want to, you got anything fun planned? Anything any shameless wanna, plugs for any me? Any shameless plugs? Um, not a whole lot, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to get us on some podcasts. Guesting on some podcasts. Be big time. Be big time. I don't know. Which ones? There's an anime-focused one. Don't think you want to do that, but... <laughs> you know the people personally? Um, a couple of them. I think it. I think you should tell them about my feelings about anime and then have me on. Yeah, because you don't want to break their, their little weeaboo hearts. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but no, like seriously, I'd love to get like a... Because you'd be surprised how many people in... We live in Tennessee. Yes. And, you know, they've got big podcast networks all around, but there's not really one for the South. I'd love to get like a, even just Tennessee, like get like a little Tennessee podcast association or something like right. all of us like helping each other. Right? And I think maybe someday I branch into the things I like and uh, start a podcast. What are you implying? I'm sorry. What are you implying? You don't like this? I'm a huge fan of this podcast, but I'm saying maybe some things that are a little more on my end of the spectrum. Sounds like there's someone in my house right now. We may want to get locked and loaded. And I'm looking at my app. My wife is not here. <laughs> Good God. Give us one second if you're in here, bud. Could you let us finish the podcast before you publicly? <laughs> you know, it would be really bad if like, we're like, uh, we open the door. Just <laughs> <laughs> at least publish it. 
<laughs> I think it's the cats. But uh, yeah. anyway, um, wow this uh, this has been our longest <laughs> outro yet. I mean, we were at a, a minute or an hour, minute twenty eight. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like hour thirty. Uh, you'd be like, oh my, could we all leave for a second? Because I'm pretty sure I've just had some sort of stroke. <laughs> but anyway, so, I need to see a doctor. Anyway, dude, what if I was like, what are you talking about, Ethan? I died five years ago. And I, I just like, <laughs> you but, just melted in I the water. away into a mist. I'd probably be like, dang. <laughs> Guess like, I gotta go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, if you, what, what, I always forget what we say at the end. We would say goodbye, but goodbye means it's over. And it's never over around here. See you around. <laughs> I'll see you again. Have fun. Oh, be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs>